As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, thanks for checking out another episode of Low Limit Cash Games, where we talk exclusively about 1, 2, 1, 3, 2, 5, No Limit Hold'em in card rooms and casinos. Well, maybe not exactly now that coronavirus has come. So that's going to be the subject of today's show. Got uh, one quick thing to let you know up front. Started a Facebook page. It's called Low Limit Cash Games. I think we only have like 15 followers because I just built the thing today. Um, so it may be hard to find, but if you go in Facebook and search for Low Limit Cash Games and do the the filter to where you only look for pages, you'll probably find it. You'll see the bright green, fluorescent green logo, same thing that's on our podcast. Um, so you can follow that. I'm posting uh, videos of hands that I think I played well or hands I think I played like a complete donkey online at global so um uh, feel free to check that out which brings us to the subject of today's video and it's playing poker when you're a live cash game grinder and there are no live cash games now, i have a friend of mine who uh, we play all the time at the local card room and i've talked to him a couple of times he is playing in home games two three times a week but now i know all the home games in my town and area all of them shut down and there was there was one every night there was a monday night tuesday night wednesday night game i don't know about friday night but i know there was a third i think a thursday night and a saturday afternoon into the night game games almost every day and all that shut down so i mean if you're a live grinder what do you do uh, online is an option. Uh, I've tried to evaluate the best I could. I get all these offers to join these clubs on uh, Poker Bros, and I'm just not doing that. I'm not trusting my money to one person that I don't know. I don't even think I would do that with most people that I do know. And there's such horror stories out there. You have the unions and the clubs, and there's union fees and dues, and the rake is really high. And all, not only that, but the UI is bad. I don't like the UI at Poker Bros. I don't. I just don't like it. Um, I play global because it's semi-technically legal. <laughs> um, they've technically, uh, uh, you know, curtailed the, uh, the whole issue of it being legal or not. I don't know if it would hold up. I don't know if it would prevent the feds from shutting them down, but out of all the rooms out there, I think it's the one most likely. Uh, I don't live in a state like uh, Vegas or New Jersey or wherever where you can play the, the online rooms legally, so that's not an option. And ultimately, it's not illegal to play poker online. It's just illegal to have an online poker site. So your risk isn't necessarily one of going to jail. It's one of going and losing your money. And I think if you 
keep a very modest online bankroll and you cash out, you know, in a, in a reasonably, uh, 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 you know, well-timed out manner. So, you know, you're not doubling, you're tripling your bankroll and just letting it sit there. You know, you got to get that money off. I think the risks are minimum. I would say early on, as soon as I felt like I could shelve off the top, I would, you know. You know, if I had a $1,000 bankroll on there and I ran it up to twelve fifty, I might consider yanking the the two fifty off. And, and maybe do that every time you, you do two fifty. You do that four times and you're free rolling at that point. You've got your 1000 back. So... You just take some precautions. So, so let's talk about playing online. If you're a person who's never played online, you are in for a rude awakening because online play, and I, I've said this many times at live cash games, and you have people that never played online, they think it's funny or they think it's a joke. I used to play online for a living back in uh, 05. I added to my salary in like 03, 04 into 05, and then I lost my job. Um, in in uh, Easter it was Easter Sunday of '05. I was actually playing in a tournament <laughs> when I lost my job that I won, by the way, and um, and so then it became my career, and so I played online. Then now, granted, the games then weren't as tough as they are now, but apples to oranges. Even then, online players were way better than live players. They just work. You just you're just more studied. Um, the thing that live uh that internet play will do to you that will not happen to you live is internet play will grind you down to nothing pretty quickly if you're not a winning player because you're seeing so many hands per hour. You know, you're seeing three, four times as many hands per hour. And so playing one hour online is like going to the casino and playing for four hours on a Friday night. You know, you play two, three hours online, that's like your whole weekend at a live casino, playing live poker. And so if you're a losing player, in a few hours you could be ground down to nothing, whereas you might have spent an entire weekend playing at the casino before you lost all your money. So, I mean, it's, it's different in that regard. And then online players are just better players. A lot of them use these tools. They use heads-up displays. I don't think HUDs are allowed on global. I think that's another reason I play there, but I need to confirm that because I don't like that. I think you got to use your wits and your memory and all that kind of stuff. But... It's a much more optimally played game. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't bad players on the site. I just got off of a table 20 minutes ago, and I label my players green or red. Red means uh, that they're good. In other words, you need to stop and think about what you're doing with these people. <laughs> and green is, well, they're idiots. Feel free to play and exploit and maximize and, you know, just play good, solid strategy. And so I was at a table, I had four green players at it, and you're playing six-handed. It was me and another guy were were the good players. And we had four bad players there, and I wound up stacking one of them, and um, that's why I quit, because I'd been playing for a couple of hours. But um, that being said, usually it's more like at a six-handed table, it's four or five great players and only one or maybe two, if you're lucky, bad players. And so it's just it's a tough game to beat. The good players are really good. They're really well studied. They know how to play pretty strong fundamental poker. Even if they don't play super well post-flop, all of them have a phenomenal pre-flop game. You're just not going to find them making that many mistakes pre-flop. They know their ranges. They know when they raise, when to fold, when they're three bet. 
They know when to call when they're three bet. They know when to four bet when they're three bet. Um, they pretty much know how to uh, have a healthy ratio of, you know, raise value to raise bluffs, three bet value to three bet bluffs. You know, all this is a huge part of the game before the flop comes that they have down very well. And then most of them are okay, flop turn river. But now I have found several people that I play on there that I do have marked red as being really great players. They're just not great pre-flop. They're very exploitable. Again, this table I just finished playing, I've played with this guy probably every day this week. He's obviously a reg. He's really good. But he has a pretty pretty uh, blatant exploit, and that's that he fires river shuts down on turn a lot. A lot he fires river sh- uh, shuts down on the turn. And so uh, I've been able to exploit that uh, reasonably well. I've also run well against him. Um, nevertheless, what are the differences and how do you need to adjust? Because if you go on and play online and you play like you played live, you're going to get eaten alive. You're just going to get chewed up and eaten alive. So two things you need to know. One, you need to back way down in stakes. If you're playing one three two five, you know, when you get online, you need to be playing... 25 50 cent 50 cent a dollar <laughs> you know if you're a if you're a good two five player you know maybe one two i don't know jump in there and see what it's like but it's different these five cent ten cent players online are good they're good they're beating that incredible rake think about the rake they have to beat these pots are small and they're getting chewed alive and rake and there's people profitable at that level do you know how good you have to be at a level of poker when the rake is that high? So, uh, so that's the first thing. Understand that you know you're not going to be playing as big as you played live. If you do, you're probably going to get chewed up and spit out. Unless you're a really, really good fundamental player and you can quickly uh, translate that to how it's played online. Um, some of the other differences, obviously, are. I mean, the ranges pre-flop, there's just, there's no speculation. It's all mathematical. The pre-flop ranges with everybody at the table is going to be mathematical. It's going to be a uh, a very well thought out set of pre-flop ranges. And so there's hardly any exploits you can do there. You know, that's one of your main exploits live is you got people coming in with all kind of garbage. You know, it gets limp five ways ahead of you. And, you know, you got ace of jack suited or something, which is, well ahead of all those ranges you just raise it real big and you wind up playing heads up with some fool with seven nine off suit and another guy with queen you know queen eight suited you know i mean it's just it's, that doesn't happen here it doesn't happen online so you know a standard raise in a one two game or a one three game or something like that can be anywhere from five to ten to twelve big blinds so if you're in a one two game people raise it ten pre-flop they raise it 15 pre-flop um the room i play in is a more of a deep room the one two game is a 400 hundred dollar cap so you got a lot of people sitting 400 deep it plays like a like a it plays almost like a 500 cap two five game with the raises pre-flop they're easily uh, fifteen, ranging from fifteen to twenty-five dollars pre-flop raises, insane raises. Now online, I'm min raising. I min raise every hand. If I'm under the gun, I'm playing fifty cent one dollar. I raise it to two, and pretty much everybody else does as well. Some people raise it to two twenty-five. You'll see some people raise it to two fifty. 
If you see somebody raising it to three, you can almost 100% of the time give them a sticker that indicates they're a fish. Uh, I use the green. You can use whatever color system you want to use, but I use green for go against players like that. Because there's nobody good online raising to $3 preflop. They just aren't. They're, they're raising 2x to 2.5x to, you know, 2.25x, something like that. So that's a huge adjustment. Um, in my opinion, it means that you really, really need to understand post-flop play better because you are, you're incentivizing people with great suited connectors and pairs to pretty much always be coming in. Whereas when the razors are bigger, you will thin some of those out. Um, not a lot of them, but you, you're definitely going to thin more of them out when you're, you know, when you're raising 10x preflop as opposed, you know, to 2x. <laughs> you know, where those twos might have considered folding, uh, they're never folding for a min raise. Um, so you'll see a lot of that come into play. You see a lot more aggression. You see, uh, you know, if you're playing live and you raise in middle position or late position, pretty much from any position uh, with a good hand, you're getting called. You're getting called in two, three, four spots. You may be getting called in six spots. I mean, you just don't know. And that's at a nine-headed table. It just, it just varies wildly. Online, if you get called, it's probably going to be the big blind. The big blind will probably call you because they have odds. Everybody else is three-betting you if they play you. You know, if you raise from the cutoff and the button's coming in, he's three-betting you. If the small blind comes in, he's not calling. He's three-betting you. He's going to three-bet or fold. Now, the button, like I said, may call. But you raise under the gun six-handed, you raise under the gun. Anybody behind you comes in, they're raising. You know, maybe 10% of their range they're calling. 90% of the range they're raising. So it's a fold raise. And that just you just don't see that live. It just doesn't happen. So you're going to constantly be getting three bet. And so I would say probably the best part of your game that you can work in, uh, work on is knowing what part of your range to fold when you're three bet because the tendency is to continue on. You see that happen a lot in live poker. You raise, you get three bet, you just call. Even out of position you call because the stacks are deep, uh, players are bad, you know your hand's pretty good. There's just all kind of reasons that you call live. I'm not even saying it's right. <laughs> I'm saying it's still it's still usually wrong. But you can be such more exploitive live that you can get away with and still be profitable. It's just not going to happen online. You know, you raise the you know you raise the ace nine on the button, and uh, and the big blind three bets you. It's, it's a fold. You just don't call ace nine there. That seems crazy. It seems crazy that you can be on the button. You have two people behind you. You have an ace. You have you have a medium to strong ace, and uh, you raise it. You're in position. You're last to act. You get three bet, and you just fold it. Well, you you really should because I'm telling you. They're very small percentage of range is bluffs. You, you know, you're going to see some, you know, maybe some three bets from a 6-5 suited or 7-6 suited or a uh, un, less likely an ace, deuce, ace, three, ace, four, ace, five suited because you have an ace, but still possible. But more than likely, they're popping you back with ace, king, ace, queen, ace, jack suited, aces, kings, queens, jacks, tens, nines. Um, you know, all this stuff that you're either flipping or in bad shape against. I mean, that's what they're three-betting you with. 
And so you just fold it. You got to fold the ace nine on the button. It seems crazy. It seems it seems ludicrous. If you raise on the button in a live game, small blind's going to call, big blind's going to call 99% of the time. You're never getting three bet. So the game is so different. Um, in some in some sense, it's it's better. Um, your thought process is much more well defined. You have a much more pure um, set of ranges to put your opponents on, whereas live against certain people, some people, I mean, it depends on the night. It could be most people at your table. Their ranges are wide open. It's, I mean, it's 60 70% of hands. So, you know. Online, it's going to be 12. You know, they're three betting you with 12% of hands. Or they're three betting you with 6% of hands. Or they're, or they're raising pre-flop with uh, 18% of hands. Or two, you know, it's just so different. So, um, I think you can f- comfortably fold much more online. That doesn't mean you need to overfold. Like, I, you know, I've punted off half my stack three quarters of my stack a couple of times the past two days when i just just something just didn't add up i mean one of those was uh, you, you can go see this hand on the facebook page but you know i'd pocket fours and the the board is double paired i think it was deuces and deuces and tens i think and then some other card like a seven or something came in there on the turn or something anyway i think it was the river that made the board double paired and it was just so unlikely that my opponent had a 10, even though there's a lot of 10s in his range. It's also hard to have a 10. You know, it's, it's that, to, and to me, that's part of my game I'm working on. I talked to a friend of mine today, and he goes, no, you can fold there. You you know he has all the 10s in his range. He's in the He was a big blind. I was a button. And um, my friend is like, he has all the 10s in his range. He has, you know, you raised and he flat called you. He has... Uh, as bad as 7, 10 uh, suited, 8, 10, 9, 10, uh, Jack 10, Queen 10, King 10 suited. Um, you know, Ace 10, he probably 3 bets you maybe. But he's got all the 10s. And, uh, and all the deuces, as far as that goes. He's got all the deuces too. So my thoughts were, as I had so many hands I could exclude that he might try to bet me off a chop if he thinks I'm raising on the button with ace king, ace queen, um, uh, ace, ace jack, ace nine, ace eight, ace seven, I think I would raise on the button, ace six I would raise on the button. So I got all these aces, and um, if he's got an ace, uh, when the river comes and, and he shoves, then... Um, you know, it's, it's polar for value, but it's also, Hey, we both got an ace and I'm, I'm uh, shoving to avoid a chop. That was my way of thinking. Now I was wrong. And again, this is a player pool that I'm not that familiar with, but I'll tell you that was yesterday, uh, was yesterday or day before it had to be a day before yesterday. I'll tell you in the two days since, um, I'm much less likely to believe that somebody's looking to take me off a job uh, because you just don't see it. That doesn't mean it's impossible. Uh, one of my uh, poker heroes, Doug Polk, used to always say, it's stupid to say nobody ever bluffs because once you once you convince yourself that nobody ever bluffs, 
exploit you you can be exploited so badly and so uh, i always have tried to remember that but it, you know i'm bluffing frequencies have turned out to be low in those spots because i've called off a quarter to a half of my stack twice in situations like that in the past you know two days another situation that was very similar to that one to where i had a bluff catcher and i thought it was a a high bluff spot um and it was again it was uh it was a paired not a double paired board but it was a paired board and um the hand made no sense to me um i think in a live game i call off there i'm probably right 90 percent of the time online i don't know what percentage i'd be right there but i've definitely i think i've adjusted some that doesn't mean i'm just going to start folding now on boards like that when it plays out like that but i'm definitely going to try to know more about my player um you know maybe look at the odds i'm getting laid a little bit closer and try to to make that to where it's you know pretty tight um i think there's several things i can do to where i don't get exploited but i'm not always uh, uh you know calling in spots like that but again this is adjustments it's adjustments to online so uh nevertheless i wanted to do a coronavirus covid poker podcast and I know a lot of people trying to play online. I mean, you really got to be careful with these guys doing these clubs on Poker Bros. Uh, I've had a couple of my friends taken. Um, there was a guy we played poker with. Great guy. You, I've played poker with him for three, four years at the local card room. He's well-liked, well-respected. I don't like loaning money, but I potentially would have loaned him money if he asked. He never asked. But, uh, I mean, you know, he's, he's straight-up solid guy. And, and uh probably about six months ago or so i guess six eight months ago he was at the game one night and he's pushing this poker bros thing he's got this club and i said like, yeah sure text it to me and um that's my experience playing on it because i did put a very small amount of money on there just to try it out and i hated it i hated the user interface uh, i just didn't like much about it the rake was really high and um i wound up busting the small amount that i put on there and uh shortly thereafter another friend of mine had had a reasonable amount of money on there and this club he was in went belly up and the guy that had all the money kept it and he's lost all his money you know it's a couple grand so um you just you know you people say well you're trusting some corporation that you don't know like this global you're trusting them you don't know anything about them they could steal your money well i mean it's less likely (laughs) that doesn't mean it couldn't happen um if we learned anything full tilt taught us that it can happen but um you know global is trying very hard to be legit uh, they're trying to be the legit most legal site possible i think they're intent on growing the pool and you don't you don't grow your uh, you don't grow your player base by screwing people over and so it's not to say it couldn't happen um but uh you know between some schmo running a club on poker bros or global i'm gonna trust that that global if they don't get shut down by the feds was probably much more likely to give me my money than some guy i don't know um that being said though i i hate the app i hate the interface um hate the rake i don't know if you can adjust the rake based on the club you're in but the club i was in the rake was ridiculous the rake was absolutely ridiculous i I never completely figured it out because, like I said, I didn't put enough money on there to play long. Uh, but I think it was ten cent uncapped. I could be wrong, but I think it was ten cent uncapped, ten or rather ten percent uncapped. 
might have been 5% uncapped, but I know it didn't stop at whatever. You know, if you had a $10 pot, it didn't stop at a, a dollar when you went to a 20 or whatever. You know, there was no cap at, no capping it at two or no capping it at four. It was a percentage of the pot, no matter how big the pot was. I don't know exactly how all that works. Maybe I didn't figure it out right. I do know the rate is high because I've heard other people that are well known in it. N nevertheless, look, I'm not here to tell you what to choose. To choose wisely. More, as important as that, though, or maybe more important is, um, you know, really get into the ranges. Know your preflop ranges well. Especially those three-bet, four-bet spots. And, um, and it's a different game. It's a different game. Uh, we're all trying to still play poker, though, and and uh, maybe make some money and, and enjoy this game that we love. So I wish you the very best in that. Try to stay safe during these uncertain times. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Subscribe if you hadn't. And check out the Facebook page, Low Limit Cash Games. Um, you'll see what a donkey I am. <laughs> you'll just... Because I don't... Look, I'm not like other people. Other people that have websites and vlogs and blogs and all this stuff they just they're always showing how great they are in all these spots i'll show you when i'm horrible and heck sometimes i think i played well and it'll turn out to be horrible later and i'll go yeah i thought i was playing good here turns out i was really stupid because i don't know it all and especially in the context of online because i'll be honest with you these online players are better than me they just are these online players are just better than me i play live live is so bad that you don't have to be that great to beat live and so I'm not, by any stretch of imagination, a great poker player. I'm just not. Um, but we're beating the game online for now. We have been now for uh, for a good while. We'll, we'll hope that continues. It's a different game, though. Best of luck to you. Um, share this if you found it interesting. By all means, subscribe, and we'll talk, talk to you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.